Welcome to Surviving on Shoestrings with Donna Miller. Together we'll look outside the box to stretch what we have, make do, and get by with humor, style, and a smile. And now welcome your hostess, Donna Miller. Welcome once again to Surviving on Shoestrings. I'm your hostess, Donna Miller, and just delighted to have you with me again today. You can get to know a little bit more about who you're listening to, which I always find to be very, very important when you're trying to let someone speak into your life about preparedness and maybe how you can approach it, um, or at least interjecting their ideas. I think it's important that you do a little recon and find out who it is that's talking to you. Because, to quote my children, you can be anybody on the internet. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Um... And I'm not saying we walk the walk perfectly, because what we do may not fit in your home. It fits for us, and there always room, there's always room to grow. There's always room to find out things and learn from our mistakes. And, um, you know, so I, I'm, I'm just saying, I hate to use the word expert. We've been doing it a long time, but uh, we may have some stuff you could go, ooh, that's a good idea, but I'll tweak it. Great. That is the way to go. That's where you should go with everybody. Whoever tells you do it exactly their way or buy their product or you'll never make it. Those kind of people, steer away from, please, for your own sake, because really, they don't have your best interest at heart. Um, Ooh, I soapboxed. Anyway, you can find out a little bit more about me by listening to the episode prior to this one, or you can go to a couple of websites. You can go to yourpreparationstation.com. That's the radio show I've done now for years. And the preparedness aspect is a lot broader um, here on Surviving on Shoestrings. We focus on money, make this, making items stretch, making things stretch, and just stretch it out uh, what we have on hand as long as possible. Whereas your preparation station focuses on a very, very broad topics all over the gamut um, for, for survival and preparedness. So you can go to yourpreparationstation.com, sit down with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, and just tool around and watch our preparedness journey as we've moved to the bug out location to make it a bug-in permanent home. And you can go to get something for yourself for free at Prepare Mag. And free is always great for shoestrings. <laughs> That's Prepare M-A-G, short for magazine. That is my husband's vision for encouraging other people to prepare. And it, it has a wide array of um, aspects that can help you. Of course, it's free. That is helpful for the shoestring budget. And the digital download every month is free. It's packed full with articles written by people who are walking this journey who want to encourage you and equip you and educate you and and let you know that if they can do it, you can do it. So it's the, the approach is very encouragement-friendly. No doomsday, no zombies, no apocalypse, no, you know, we're not, it is not a negative magazine. It's simply let's get ready and prepared so that as things change, we barely hit a speed bump. So great magazine. I'm slightly biased. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. But we, the the contributors are fantastic. We get contributors from all over the world to put in articles that all they want to do is see you get ready. So it's really cool. That's the digital um, issue every month. And then you will be able to purchase a, a tangible issue or a tangible subscription if you want something like me. I like to curl up with a real paper thing I can turn to read um, but it's also helpful to put on your coffee table or your office table and let other people see that normal people prepare it's not all people with tinfoil hats and weirdos it's normal people 
So uh, hopefully it'll be an encouragement tool to kind of spread the word of preparedness to those who are potentially a little bit um, wary but still feel like they got to do something and aren't sure they want to be lumped in with a weirdo crowd, which we're different, sure. Weird, I wouldn't necessarily go that far. Well, maybe some of us. Um, <laughs> me included. So today, though, so those are two places you can go. And there, and there are other places. You can find me on Facebook at uh, several different places. But, you know, those are two that you can, you can look in Prepare Mag and type in Donna Miller and type in your preparation station on on Facebook and connect with me there, too. I'd love to connect with you guys. So, nah, it took a little long to get to know me again. But this morning, we're going to I'm sorry, it is morning still. Um, we're going to talk about... Um, Something that kind of hits most of us, and yes, it hits mostly the mom, is it's laundry. I mean, that stuff never stops. And because it never stops, it always taxes the income or the expenses. It always puts a burden on that. Not to mention time, not to mention um, just general cost. However, this is one cost that is controllable. So we're going to talk a little bit about it, kind of like food. There are things that are controlled costs. If you have a mortgage... It's what your mortgage is. If you have rent, it's what rent is. Usually those don't change until you get a little notice that says, guess what, it's changing. Um, but with things that are within our stewardship, our control, these are the things I like to talk about because it's something you can do something about immediately. So laundry, although it is never ending, it is never ending, there are some things that you can do to kind of curb the expenses. So we're going to start off with the nuts and bolts of laundry. Not the sorting, not the, you know, how to do or anything like that. We're going to talk about how much it actually costs the average family to do a load of laundry. Just one. Okay. Um, Most of your washers now, currently, based on 11 cents per kilowatt hour, not the water. We're just talking about the washer. You know, the big giant machine that runs. I was really pleasantly, I guess, surprised to see this. It only costs five cents a load. Now, that's one reason why it's important to always wash a full load. Get as much in there as you can for that five cents of electricity, which seems reasonable. That's pretty awesome. You know, I was thinking it was going to be a lot more than that to run the actual machine, but no. Your dryer, however, totally different story. That's 30 cents per load. Now, that's on average, um, which what that means is, what that means is, um, you have a give or take, depending how heavy your laundry is. It may run a little bit longer. So we're just going to say it's around 30 cents per average to run a dryer. Here's where the kicker comes in. If you wash in hot or even warm, <clears throat> your water heater is costing you $4 to wash that load of laundry. So each load of laundry costs you in electricity to heat the water or you know replace the hot water you've used, whichever way you want to look at that the washer and the dryer, if you go through the full thing, washing and drying them, costs about $4.35. Let's say you do, on average, four loads a week. It's costing you $17 and almost 50 cents a week. Now let's do that times 52 weeks a year. Guess what your laundry costs you? About $905 a year to wash. Now, my brain quickly goes, gosh, I could really use $905 for something other than laundry. 
laundry just doesn't stop. And this is an average family, probably, I would think, four loads of laundry. If you have more, it's more. <laughs> if you have less, it's less. I definitely don't mean for that to be insulting. It just kind of came out that way. It's kind of a duh. But the truth is, it's still something that is controllable. Um, and here's why I'm gonna what I'm going to talk to you about. Still looking in the money aspect. I am not a money guru. As a matter of fact, I'm a money struggler. Um, my husband, you know, says I have struggles with money. I do. I do Donna math. And although this is accurate, it is kind of Donna math. It pr- processes into my brain a different way to explain to me how to save things. So it's helpful if you're looking at it in that venue, but it's not necessarily very, very helpful um, in, in others. So we're just going to keep it where it belongs and talk to you about saving the money. If you wash one load by hand a week, if you wash one load by hand a week, I know it seems stupid, but you're saving, um, or what's the equivalent of one load? I'm not going to say you're standing and wash a full laundry load of, of laundry by hand, but you know, a few undergarments here and there, some socks maybe, uh, a couple light shirts, a pair of uh, workout shorts, just wash them by hand, at, you know, that's going to save you $2.60 a year. Whoop-de-doo. Yeah, I know. But listen to the rest of this. Although that's only two sixty a a year, $2.60 a year, the fact is that you've also cut back on your hot water use. Now, by cut it back, cutting back on your hot water use by one load a week, you save $104 a year, which that's a pretty big chunk, for us at least. It's a big enough chunk to look at and go, that might be worth the savings. The other thing is that if you dry all four loads of your laundry, we're just going on that as the average, online, not internet, but on, you know, a solar-powered dryer, a.k.a. a clothesline, that saves you $63 a year. Now, total all this up, wash one load by hand, or the equivalent of one load by hand, your socks, your undergarments, a few small things, light stuff, wring them out, hang them up. doesn't really take that much time. Cut down. That also cuts down automatically on the use of your hot water. Saves you that 104 So right there, 260 104 and then dry all your laundry, even the ones you wash in the washer, online, on a line, <laughs> closed line, $63. Your total is then close to 68 60, I'm sorry, $170 a year saved. Bonus is you're burning calories. If you're a mom and you're, you know, housework does burn calories if we do it. Housework of the 50s burned a heck of a lot more calories than it does now. Housework of the early 1900s, there was no issue with heavy heavy duty weight and heart issues that had to do with um, anything less than starvation and malnutrition. But as far as lethargy, there was no such a thing. <laughs> so the earlier, you know, 100 years ago, housework was major, serious, heavy duty, beating out rugs, laundry by hand. You burn some calories, and it's really not that difficult. As a matter of fact, we've got a video getting ready to go up on our YouTube channel. Um, I think it's your prep station or preparation station or something like that. Um, Showing you how we do our laundry to stretch. Uh, Monetarily, yes, it works for this reason. We have another one that I'm going to come up and and tell you a little bit more after the break. But uh, we do have a reason that we do this. And 
it saves us money. It's just a fantastic option. A lot of people don't think about it. You're used to throwing maybe a small load in the in the washer, and you know you might be paying four thirty-five to wash twelve pieces of clothing. Is that worth it? If you're on a tight budget, this is an area that you can really, really trim down. You then, if you do just the options I said, wash one, the equivalent of one load by hand, cut down. Um, that cuts down your water, hot water, and you dry all your laundry on the clothesline, you've saved yourself $170 that you can put towards some food storage or you can put towards a class where you get learn first aid or um, buy some decent bug out bags for your family. You know, there are a lot of different things you can put those funds to. So there's not a reason to not prepare. This also gives you a skill. When the grid is down, and if it happens in your area due to whatever reason, you can wash your clothes, and cold water does just fine, just so you know. It actually does okay with the uh, washing by hand, does quite well. Um, it, you'll have a skill. You'll know how to tend to your family's clothing, and it won't be that big of an overhaul change. Let me explain what that does to you mentally, emotionally. Physically, you'll be prepared for it because you'll have practiced it. Emotionally, you won't feel that deprivation. By the way, I was told I used the word depravity, which is has an extremely negative connotation, like perversion. What I'm searching for is the word deprivation. To feel deprived. Washing clothes by hand might make you feel like that once in a while, but if you're in a situation where you have to and you know how to, mm-mm, you're going to feel great. You're going to feel empowered. So... Anyway, there's my, my plugs for why to do it. Now, we're going to come back from the break after a word from our sponsors. I'm going to talk to you about some other things. Um, laundromat, drying clothes in inclement weather, just different things like that, some other ways to save money. So we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Here's how you can save $10 on the mill of your choice. Go to millersgrainhouse.com forward slash store and use the promo code radio at checkout. That's R-A-D-I-O at checkout. Or you can call 828-536-4988 during weekday business hours and get the same savings by phone. Either way, your order is shipped to your door without shipping charges. Remember, you can go to millersgrainhouse.com forward slash store or call 828-536-4988 and use the promo code RADIO. Are you looking to have ducks, geese, chickens? Boy, do we have something to share with you. Stop by ranch-coop.com. These folks build some of the most beautiful handcrafted coops for small areas as well as the farm. They are so easy to put together. It took us less than an hour and they're shipped right to your door. Stop by ranch-coop.com. Wonderful people to deal with. Beautiful coops that you can use for backyard and homestead fowl. Ranch-coop.com. Do you have your free digital subscription to Prepare Magazine yet? If not, then hurry over to preparemag.com and start getting each monthly issue sent directly to your inbox. It's easy. All you have to do is go to preparemag.com, enter your name and email address, and you're subscribed. Consider signing up for the premium membership for past issues and exclusive resources. You can even subscribe to the beautiful print version of Prepare Magazine. Visit preparemag.com and choose the option that's most valuable to you. Prepare Magazine. Encouraging, empowering, and enriching your journey. Welcome back to Surviving on Shoestrings. Really glad that you're staying with us. We're talking about that insurmountable mount of laundry. I don't know if you get to read my little poem on the show page. Um, 
I just I get a little weird sometimes, but it, it is. It does grow. The thing grows, but you know the women of old, and I'm sure the men of old figured out a way to handle this without the conventional washing machine and dryer. You do know the clothesline, the solar powered dryer, um, but you maybe have never thought about the fact that washing some clothes by hand. Some I'm not trying to say do it all, and if you have to do it all, mm-hmm, go for it, but. Uh, there are some things that are set up to make it to where we don't have to. I don't wash comforters by hand. I am not quite there. <laughs> I don't wash jeans by hand. Um, some of the things that we've learned to do is, of course, wear things more than once, um, keep them fresh. There's You can put some laundry uh, softener and water and baking soda, which is basically a homemade Febreze, in a spray bottle and kind of freshen up some clothes once in a while if they're not actually soiled or stinky or dirty. And there's nothing wrong with that. People back in the day had to do this to to survive because there was not the option to wash clothes in the convenient in-home washer and dryer. But it can stretch your use of your electricity and your hot water, so there is an option. Laundromats are available, yes, and I'm going to go ahead and speak to this because that's what we deal with. The reason we wash some clothes by hand is we're 30 minutes away from the closest town. It's awesome. It's great. I love living way up, kind of tucked away and hidden. But when it comes to hauling laundry, I don't want to do that every week. It's it's a pain in the tuchus. It's just really annoying. So we try to stretch it budgetarily, yes, but also um, it's just I don't want to haul that stuff and wash it. So we try to wait till there's there's almost no reason to not do it. All the towels in the house are used or whatever. Um, so let me tell you how we do it when we save trips to the laundromat, what this does for us. If on average, uh, the the laundry on average a laundry costs a good deal to to wash. You know, you're throwing quarters in. So if on average you're paying uh, two fifty for a load and then a dollar to dry that load, you're paying again at least out of pocket almost another four bucks. Same as if you were paying it from your electricity. It's not any cheaper to go to the laundromat than it is to wash it at the house. You're still spending out that money, but saving on the trips to go means I cut down on how often I go to that side of town, how often I spend the gas money to go there. One thing you can do when you, if you do have to go to the laundromat for some of the heavier items you're not able to wash by hand, you can bring them home to dry. And they can go up on the line the next day. Like you can wash them on Tuesday. If you're staying home on Wednesday you can hang them up, provided the weather works. We're going to talk about that in a minute. So that does save you if you do an average of only, let's say, three loads, because sometimes in a laundromat you combine your loads to try to get them to dry as cheap as possible. You're saving $156 worth of quarters a year if you'd bring them home to dry instead. So that's a great option if you do use the laundromat. Um, and again, if you're washing your clothes at home, hanging them out saves you a great deal of money um, instead of drying them in the dryer. Now, what's really interesting is there are some things that happen with uh, drying your clothes on a line that actually saves you money that you can't see for a while. And I'm not talking about by the end of the year I've saved 156 or, you know, whatever dollars. I'm talking about something you can't really see the expenditure until something has worn out. Your clothes. When your clothes are washed in a washer, they're beat a good bit a good bit harder. If they're dried in a dryer, check your lint. What is that thing called? 
screen, your lint, lint holder, your lint pocket, your lint thing. Check that lint thing. And um, that stuff is not just the little fluffs that sit on top of your dirty laundry. That is your clothing. That's the wear and tear and the threads being sucked out and beat and removed. Now, if anyone knows what threadbare and worn clothing looks like, the fact is your dryer is speeding that process up because it's removing the threads from the clothing that you wear. When you line dry, the reason the things are kind of stiff is because it is all knitting tighter together as it dries. Um, I, I wish I could, well, you know, when they say pre-wash something before you sew it onto something else, I am so not a seamstress. I've just read that. Um, pre-wash it so that it, the item does not shrink after you wash it again on the other item, the older item. It's because they do contract. They do get tighter. That's why things are stiffer. But you know what? You wear them, you, you wash them around a little bit. They're not that stiff anymore. But the best part is they last longer. Clothes that are line dried last almost three times as long as clothes that are dried in the dryer. Now, that to me, in the long run, saves money because you're not having to replace those. You're not having to replace those jeans or that shirt or that, that apron or those towels quite so fast because you're line drying them and allowing naturally the air to contract the threads and make this stuff last a lot longer. So that's a plus in, on the long term that you really can't put a dollar figure monetarily exactly what it saves you, but it does save you from replacing your items sooner. Um, now we're going to kind of approach a couple of these oh, sorry, there's another bonus to washing them by hand, is you have the ability to pre-treat your clothes better and scrub direct spots. You know, you throw it into the washer and you it's all getting beaten, agitated, and moved around at the same rate of speed and the same velocity, and everything's getting washed the same. But what if you got a really funky little thing on the sleeve and the washer doesn't get it? and that thing goes through the dryer, it's stuck there for a really long time, if not forever, once it's gone through the whole process. Washing by hand, you save that garment because you can find the area, and of course you probably pre-treat it if you're going into the washer, but you can scrub on that one spot, rub it against itself, take a, a little scrub brush and try to get in those threads and get them out. A couple things I found that are some of the best um, stain relievers, especially if you have like olive oil or coconut oil or a mayonnaise or any type of oil-based food, butter, frying grease, all that kind of stuff. Dawn dishwashing liquid, the extra strength, grease cutting kind, takes out just about every single grease stain you've got on your clothing. Now grease stains are the same color, slightly darker uh, on your on your clothes, and so sometimes they're hard to find, but when you're washing them by hand, they're not. You dot some Dawn on it, you get a little toothbrush, you scrub it in between those threads, let it sit while you're doing some laundry, and then you you wash the next one. Now you can do the same thing if you're using your washer. Dawn dishwashing liquid is like my favorite go-to grease remover for clothes. Side note. But pre-treating them when you have you can wash by hand is an awesome option because why? You don't you're not walking around with stained clothing. It makes your clothes last longer just like drying them on the line does. Okay. Last thing we're going to talk about is I don't have any place to hang my laundry. A lot of people face this option. Um, sorry, a lot of people face this obstacle. 
And you can line dry inside on a, an apartment balcony. You can line dry in your bathroom. You can line dry all kinds of different places. As a matter of fact, on our blog, um, no, it's not our blog, on our YouTube channel, I kind of go through our process and show you where we line dry in the winter and rainy weather. Um, it's a place on our porch that we have zigzagged hooks from one side of one wall to another to another to another and use a retractable clothesline that kind of tucks away um, in an inconspicuous place when we're not having to use it. They dry fine over a little longer period if it's raining outside or a little longer period if it's cold but they dry fine inside. The smaller items uh, especially undergarments and and you know workout shorts and t-shirts those dry very well indoors and you can do that to help stretch your use and prolong the life of your clothing, your use of your um, washer and your dryer. Last thing I'm going to say, and this is, it is doable, but I'm going to put a disclaimer. Make sure you know what you're doing. Make sure you have a timer on your body so you don't forget anything. If you're like me, you forget stuff and you get in the middle of something. You can dry items on a radiator type heater, uh, the kind that has the the metal oil heated coils. Do not dry them on a heater that has a radiant red beam um, or anything like that. Do not, do not, do not. But a radiator type, and if you've never seen one then you don't know what it is so don't even bother on the other ones. That either the oil goes through the coils and the metal is all that's getting hot. You can toss some socks, a towel, undergarments on top of this for just a short period of time, we're talking like three minutes, and they will be dry. The reason I know this is because in the winter it gets really cold. They also warm up the bottom of your shoes real well. So we had used that for some of the clothes that hadn't dried over the winter um, on, in our indoor porch. And it just takes a matter of just a few minutes. Um, but like I said, put a timer on your body. Don't forget it. Do not catch your house on fire. I am not condoning this as a permanent option but it is a gosh these didn't get dry I gotta use it option so if you're going to not forget it or you're going to use it right away these this will work for that last minute last second thought process so I think I've covered everything um, as far as what possible things to do for for laundry um, I'm not sure if you can leave a comment on the show page but you might be able to um, and if not, you can always email me. I would love to hear some suggestions for new shows, some problems you might be running into. Um, so I think if you can just email me at um, survivingonshoestrings at gmail.com. It's plural. I would be delighted to hear you know some other ideas that you have for um, for washing and saving money with that. Last thing, uh, you know, I last week when I was using the wrong word, depravity, whew, sorry, instead of deprivation, I did get an email, which is wonderful, because I don't mind hearing from you guys on, hey, this is a little weird. I may take it, I may not, but if I need to make a correction, it's awesome to, to have some people to be accountable for, um, to be accountable to, uh, that will, will say, hey, you know, I didn't quite understand, can you clarify at the next show? Love to. Or, I'm facing a certain problem. Um, can you address it soon? Please, by all means. We've we've done without income 
for an entire year, stretched what we had, lived out of our food storage, we practiced a, a year of, you know, everything going belly up all on our own and I'm very grateful and thankful that the Lord took us through that because it gives us some insight into some of the struggles that we didn't realize might be ahead of us um, mental emotional spiritual physical and hopefully we can speak to that for you guys as well and encourage you to get ready for those things so yes we just talked money and yes we just talked laundry thanks for sitting and doing your laundry with me and hopefully you got something out of this that can help you stretch what you have and survive on your shoestrings. Until next time, this is Donna Miller. God bless, and come by and see us again. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Surviving on Shoestrings with hostess Donna Miller. Tune in each week for a new show that will help you enjoy frugal survival with humor, style, and a smile. <laughs>